Good evening, you mob, and welcome back to the Aplax podcast, proudly brought to you by our great sponsors, Toyota Forklifts, SES Australia, and also Australian Venue Co. Tonight, we are live on TikTok, streamed to our Facebook, Spotify, and YouTube social media channels. Jump online, give us a like, give us a share, get the uh, get the, um, the podcast out there. We're going to be doing a bit of a two-part uh, Corey Knockout review. Uh, this week, we're going to have a bit of a talk about all the games from round two of the Corey Knockout in the men's carnival. Um, and then next week, we're going to go all the way through and do all the remaining games all the way through to the grand final. We would have went through all the, the games in um, in round one, but we would have been here for three hours, yarn about the 30 games that happened over the over the um, round one. Joined by some very special guests tonight, um, and very, very proud to have some of these boys on board. We've got brother Chris Sutherland, who was uh, with the Campbelltown Ghosts um, over the weekend. We've got brother Nathan Hughes, who was with the Waterloo Storm. And also brother Dill uh, Brown, who was with the Shane and Sheldon Memorial. Boys, how are we going? Good, right. Yeah, good, man. Good stuff. And um, again, congrats to the NAB boys uh, taking it out. Uh, we'll have a bit, of, a bit more of a yarn about the uh, the winners and all that sort of stuff, what's going to happen um, on, on the next week's show. But let's get straight into it, boys. Um, round two, the game number one was the Dungutty Connection side versus the Yowie side. Um this was a cracker game. Um, I was up at the QMC warming up for, I think it was a semi-final game. Uh, and this was on the loudspeakers playing on the boombox. We was late to get ready because it was our eyes glued to the phones watching this game. Um, a young Dungutty connection side that was playing a, a pretty stacked Yowie side. I think um, Dungutty got up 10-0 um, at halftime before Bud Sullivan uh, got a try in the second half for the Yowies and they end up coming back uh, the game finished at 16-all, but our uh, first try scorer uh, went to Dungutty Connections. Uh, Brother Deal, did you catch this game? What did you think? Yeah, nah, I caught it. It was a mad game of footy. We were still um, recovering in the hotel room watching it. But, um, yeah, nah, it was a mad game, eh? Like, the Dungutty side was just stacked the young fellas. And I think the Yowies thought they had it a bit easy coming up against them. And... It was a tough game. Like, whenever you're going to burst the Yowies, it's tough. And then Dungutty, like, that Kempsey, like, region there, real passionate footballers. But it was a mad game of knockout football and just showed that, you know, like, that, that young youth coming up and, you know, it was mad to see him take out the Yowies. Tibbs, anything to add, bro? Pretty strong side. They had Bud Sullivan, Tyrell Sloan and all that. Yeah, they were pretty stacked with a couple of NRL players there, mate. Same with what Dill just said. You know, the Yowies are always tough to play, especially if um, I think they played in the second round. I think the Yowies had to buy the first round. So that young Kempsey side come up against them in that second round. But um, Kempsey just played with a lot of energy, up-tempo sort of footy. And just with a bit of youth in their side, they play, can play that style as well. Um, there's a few young fellas in there that I think that can have a big future in the NRL. I know that Shane Davis, I think Dean Jones as well. As well. There's a couple of young fellas in there that, Got plenty of footy in them. Um, if I'm an NRL selector, I'm going down there and having a look at that side for sure. Savo, bros, anything to add? Did you catch this game? Yeah, I guess I, I only got to see the highlights of the game as well as we were on the way back. But um, yeah, it was. Uh, I thought that uh, the Yowies would have would have had enough enough to get it, get over the line. But yeah, the, that young empty side they were solid. Um, Bud Bud Sutherland, he, he um, yeah, he had a good game. He tried. He put everything on the line too, the young boy. But he just fell short, eh? Yeah, great game. One of the best games of the carnival, I thought. 
Move along to the next game. Um, Bunjalung versus Wack that was playing on field two. Um, I think round one, Bunjalung done combined countries 14-0 and Wack had that really close game. Um, that sort of got a couple of tries late in the end against the South Coast Black Cockatoos and Wack ended up winning 16-6. Tubbo, Ruz, did you catch this game? And, um, you know, how, how did you thought the uh, Bunjalung side went for the carnival? Uh, well, you know, word, word around town that both these both these teams are going to be solid. So um, I didn't I didn't catch it, but I did watch the highlights again. And yeah, another another um, top top two sides, and yeah, they just went at it. So yeah, you couldn't. It was a, it was a coin flip for me, but um, yeah, I, I guess the gate got it. Tibbs brothers, anything to add? Did you catch this game? And um, what do you think? Yeah, mate, it was it was a quality game. Um, both, yeah, both had NRL experience on both sides, and with it knockout experience as well. Um, I thought the the whack had it over them just through the middle of the, the the field, mate. I thought their forward pack was better than Bunjalung sides, but I think if um, Bunjalung had a few more middles in the, on the field, they they win that footy game. So I think that's what tipped them over the edge, mate. Whack. Yeah, and um, Bunjalung obviously had uh, Cody Walker and um, Dane Laurie there, Alan Fitzgibbon, a uh, lot of the local Bunjalung lads. Um, and uh, Wack, you know, Benny Barber, um, Benny Barber and um, Bretton Byra, um, Latrell Mitchell, all, all the guns, even the Rose brothers had a run. Dill, what did you think about this game, bros? On mute, bro, on mute, just unmute, look. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, nah. No, it was a good game. Um, you know, like Wack and Bunjalung have been going to the knockout for years, so they sort of got their core players and they bring in that NRL talent around it as well. And like you said, it was it's good to see, you know, them NRL players come up against each other and then sort of like Walgett had a few of them sort of bushfellas in there, like Dylan Walford and that, who were, you know, Dill's probably best player play come still like, you know, from out Walgett and that. And it was just good to see. It was a good game and it's Good when you get the coastal teams versus the country teams, and Bundjalung had a strong side with Matty Marsh and that in there as well. Yeah, it was a good good game of footy. But I just caught the last little bit of it. We'll move along to the next game: um, Serpents United versus Kambangi Rams, which is on Field One. Um, I think it was Serpents United twelve versus Kambangi uh, got the win with sixteen points. Um, Serpents had old. Uh, Andrew Walker running around again. I don't know how old he is now, but gee, he's still he's still got it. I think they may have cut out all he put on for a, for a try down the left hand side there. Obviously, I had the Brandon brothers down there that still still running around with that serpent side, and just a uh, young Gambangi side. A few of the I think a few of the North Coast boys are there. T.J. Capine and brother Lukey Heron. Uh, Deal. Did you catch this game, brothers? And uh, what do you think? No, I didn't catch this game, eh? But I know that like um, Andrew Walker and Terry Hickey there. They're um, running the Serpents team, and, yeah, they're, they're building a good little squad every year. They get a little bit better, but, yeah, I didn't get to catch this one, bro. Davo, anything to add, bros, on this game? Yeah, I did I did catch it. Um, that that Gambangi uh, hooker is solid, man. It's probably, um, yeah, you know, their the main strike weapon, when, when he's seen something, he, he went for it. So, yeah, he was a real solid player for him. Tibbs, anything to add, bro? Sorry, bro. I missed this game, mate. Eh? Um, I was stuck at a hotel trying to get out of this weather, mate. It was terrible. <laughs> and to be here, I think they done um, Redfern All Blacks first round, 14-0. So um, that yeah. was coming to that game with a bit of form. So 
Good stuff. We'll move along to uh, the next game we've got here, which was Narwin Eels Gold. I think the gold side was the second Narwin side, uh, and they versed the Burke Warriors, which is 44-0 um, to Burke, and they played on field two. Tibbs, did you catch this game, brothers? And uh, how do you thought that Narwin team and Burke went? I did. I did. Um, I did catch a little bit of it. I didn't watch too much of it, uh, but that Burke side's got too much quality. No disrespect to the Narwin, but mate, their quality across the paddock was too strong. I thought really um, they should have been there sun, uh, Sunday, Arvo, Monday morning. To be honest with you, they were easily the top in the top six at the carnival, just with player-wise. They had strike across the paddock, and they had their bench. The players that come off the benches, quality as well, mate. But I just thought they had too much strike all across the paddock. Um, yeah, Narwin had a few older fellas and a couple of younger fellas in their side, but they just couldn't match it with them. So, uh, Dill, sorry, Dill, anything to add on this one? Oh, yeah, no, nah, I caught this one. This was a mad little game. Like um, like you said, you know, like, Burke is such a quality side now. And every year, like, we sort of all wait in anticipation to see who they've added to their roster and you know, they play with a lot of uh, passion, the boys from Burke. And whoever the sort of, like, Mark and that bring into the side, that you know, their passion for the boys from Burke rub off on them, you know, and they play some some tough footy, you know. And with Jeremy Thurston, Clinton Edwards and that, like, you're not going to go any wrong. And then they had a few Queensland Cup players, I think one or two, that went down and played with them. But and then now and Eels are the same, you know. Like, they were, you know, they were a bit of an old boys side with our winners and that in there, but... Yeah, it was a good little game. First, first 10, 15 minutes was just rough footy, and then yeah, Burke just was too quality for him and just ran over the top of him. Salo, anything to add, bros? Hey, I, I missed this one, but yeah, just the, the word around town that you know Burke, Burke were going to have a killer side. So yeah, yeah. I, 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 they're quality. We'll move along to the next game: Castlereagh All Blacks versus Toomla. Uh This was a really good game too. I think it was pretty tight leading into the. Uh, Second half, I think uh, Jesse Ramian opened up the scores of the 90-minute intercept try. Um, Braden Burns looked really good at fullback there. Uh, but Toomla was really good too. A lot of, lot of really good forwards there. Um, Castle Ray got the win 10-4. to Tibbs, did you catch this game, bros? And what do you think? Nah, bro, I missed this game. It was on the same time we were playing. on the. I think we were on the second field there on the first field. So I missed this one, mate. But from what I heard... It was a quality football game. It could have went either way. I think with that intercept, Jesse getting the jump on him, I think that just put him in a good position. But I didn't get get to watch it, mate. Sorry. Salo? Yeah, I did get to see this game. Like that, Jesse Ramian was their strike weapon. Like they, if they would have gave him a lot more ball earlier, I think they would have would have went away with it. But yeah, that that, that tumular side too, they were guns as well. But. You know, when you have that strike weapons like you know, Jesse Ramians and Burns and that, you know, they're, they're always going to give you quality um, football. So, yeah. Dill, anything to add, bros? Yeah, no, it was a good game. We were watching it. We watched this one um, on the phone. And, yeah, like, Tuvala, you know, like, they're another community. We can say that about every team that come, but just, you know, they're, they're really passionate about their footy. And David McGrady was just, you know, uh, steering the team around and, they had Ash and, you know, Cody, um, Cody Tandy had a run. And they had a mad little side, bro, going in. And young Alex Hinch as well. And, yeah, but um, 
yeah, Castle Ray, like you said, like it's the strike weapons weapons that they've got, like Trey Stewart and Jesse Ramian and that that just got him over the line. And at the end of the day, Jesse's experience just, you know, was too 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 strong, you know, out wide and he's a hard man to tackle, so he was just causing problems. But Tumalar gave it a good shake and that's good to see. Yeah. Move along. Um Tibbs, this one's all you. Uh, Maury Boomerang, 16 versus Waterloo Storm, 18. I didn't get to see much of the game. I think it was on field two. Raz, tell us about uh, your Waterloo side and um, how this game went. Yeah, well, um, as, you, as you all know, Waterloo, Waterloo's got a pretty good connection with us uh, Murray fellas. So we end up bringing a couple of Murray fellas down um, from Queensland here just to help us out. Uh, mate, we jumped, jumped to a lead. I think it was 10. 10-0 pretty early on and I think as as everyone knows Maury never gives up mate they got that fighting they got that fight in them they fight right to the end so I think half time I think it was 10-4 or something mate I'm pretty sure off the top of my head um, we come in after the half time and <coughs> end up jumping in front of them and I thought oh we're a chance of putting them away here um, and then a little tight tie Munro set one a set a lad up in the corner there. So you just skip the cross field, little flick at the back, put a young lad in the in the corner away. So but they just didn't go away. They're just one of them sides. We can't get away from them. Every knockout, we draw more e. I think it's the last four or five knockouts. We get more e every every knockout. It's it's sort of annoying. It's like NAB, more e, they always like play us in the knockout, so I'm sort of, sort of hoping next next knockout we don't get to play one of them. So yeah, no, they were good footy side. Um, they had like Andrew Roberts that's played a lot of footy for um, Waterloo as well. He's young fella played his first knockout game for um, Maury as well. Um, Ty Ty Mun played his first knockout. I don't know if you know much about Ty Ty, Ty Mun. He's, he's at the South Sydney Rabbitohs. He'll be coming full time next year. He's going to be a really good footballer, but yeah, mate, they're going to they're going to be a good football side in the next few years because they've got some good young kids coming through. Deal or Sado, anything to add on this game, boys? No, nah, I thought it was a, a mad little game, you know. And like you said, like Maury, you know, they're going to come at your day physically and um, even mentally, bro. They've just got to think about they just getting inside your head, you know. Like they're just so aggressive, and when you're running at, you know. Mundara Weldon and Toby Keys and that and Big Frenchie and that you just yeah physical and it was a mad little game round hats off to Waterloo like they were just working hard and rolling with the punches as well it was a tough game and you know Maurice have such a strong backline you know with like Ethan Pegas and Jason Saunders and that and uh, yeah they're just kind of they're just getting better and better every year and they're just rebuilding to that strong Maurice side that we we all know about you know. Love that one in the ad, bros. No, I didn't get to see this one, but when you when you when you see a Waterloo Storm and and uh, Boomies up against each other, you know they're gonna, you know, you know you're in for a big game. So they they would have bashed each other, and it would have been a solid game. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Move along. Um, I think this was the last game on field one before they started uh, all the games started going on field four and five. Uh, Newcastle Emus versus Larpa two. Um, Emus was 34, uh, Larpa was 6. Um, pretty strong Newcastle Emus side. Greg Davis, Tyne Roberts Davis, Nathan Davis, Jerem Haynes, 
Um, Stack side, um, Larpa too had uh, Cody King, um, a few of the other regular Larpa boys that, that usually in that sort of number one side, but um, there's too much class from the Emus. Deal, did you catch this game, bros? And um, what'd you think? Yeah, no, nah, it was a good game. Um, you know, we played the Larpa number two side, and they like, yeah, when we played them, they were just a tough side, and you know, like Cody really led them around the park, and um, they, they had a mad little side, bro. And, the emus were just all class, you know, and they had like, like you said, like Jaram, Nathan Davis, Blake Clayton, you know. Um, they just had a gun little side, bro. And yeah, it was good. It was a good game, but you know, like it just showed that with all them players in the one side, you know, for the emus they were just too strong for Larpa, and they sort of just was had such a big forward pack, and they were just rolling with it. And yeah, they ran away with it a bit, but you know, Larpa put in a good fight. So yeah, it was a good game. Saw that one in your ad, bros? No, I didn't get to see it, but yeah, I, I seen a few of the lads um, that played with us a couple of years ago. Yeah, you got your Greg Davis and uh, Luke Geary and Blakey Clayton. Like them fellas are uh, um, a solid, solid knockout players. So you know the the Emu side, um, yeah, they were pretty solid, and I, I thought they, they were going to go deep into the knockout. Mm. Tibbs, anything to add, bro, on this one? Nah, I missed this one, mate. Sorry, after we finish our game, I got out of there. No worries. We'll move along to the next one. Habish Tree Island, uh, 14, got defeated by the Gaduga Magpies, 22. Um, I, I'm not too sure what happened with the first game with between Cabo and Tweed. I did hear they sort of combined um, teams. I'm not too sure if that was the case or not. Uh, and Gaduga won the first round, 48-0 against Mount Druitt, 2. Southo, we'll start with you, bros. Did you catch this game or um, or any of the Cabo games? Or how you thought they went throughout the carnival, bros? No, I didn't get get um, catch any of the games from, from these fellas. I um, I did see Kaduga um, later on, uh, watching on watching them on TV. They had a pretty solid team. But, um, yeah, I did, I, I'm spewing I, I missed this one because I thought it would have been a real tough game for both of them. Bill, anything to add on this game, bros? Yeah, no, nah, it was a mad little game and, you know, like, Cabo's such a, you know, they're playing for more than just footy now with, you know, all the devastation and that they've had up that them ways and, you know, like, Kaduga is such a passionate, like, I say, like, all the time, like, you know, if every team played with the passion that Kaduga play with, you know, like, fuck, there'd be some, it'd be a lot harder of a knockout and, you know, when, like, Kaduga had them followers like Brent Cochran, um, Braden Trindle, William Kennedy, Foggy Boney, like, they had a mad little side, Farron Lamb, Jade Hooper, like these, you know, these players are just top players and they were just too good for Cabo. Like it was a, you know, the score was fairly close, but, you know, Gaduga took their foot off the pedal a bit and at the end. But, yeah, they had a mad little side. And, you know, Cabo had a strong side like always. Um, I thought Cabo were going to go further into the knockout, but like, like you know, we would think all these sides were, but it was such a hard little pull for them. But, yeah, and it was a good game, bro. Tibbs, anything to add on this one, bros? I think um, I think Cabo, I heard they had um, Jaden Campbell with them. Is that right? Pretty sure he did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he played. Mate, just saying what Dill just said, mate, I think their quality across the paddock was pretty good. Like, um, I think Willie Baker even played for him, mate. Yeah, Willie Baker, yeah, played for Kaduga. Yeah, so they had a quality side. Like, it was good to actually see that countryside have a solid side. Do you know what I mean? Like, because they've just been going a lot of, a lot of boys from the area that have been playing A grade out there, but this time a lot of the A graders that play in the third play first grade in the NRL come back there and play. 
which gave yeah. back really, which was really good to see. And that's what you want to see, mate. You want to see these A graders coming back to community and giving back and playing for their country. Yeah, for but sure. Yeah, no, they're too good, mate. Like, um, Tricky was too good. He was just class above. Hmm. But we'll move along to the next game. And this is one I really wanted to see. It was on field five. I didn't get to see it. Um, the Radri Aboriginal Riverside. I, I kept hearing a lot about them in the league, week leading up to the KO. Heard how stacked they was and all the sort of plays they had. I didn't get to see any, any of their games. But they won this side 12-6 to 6 against, the, against the Jai Wright Memorial side from Bellbrook. Um, start with Tibbs. Did you catch this game or see anything um, from these sides, bros? I've seen the sides, mate. I've seen, I've seen both sides. They were, they were pretty stacked, both sides, to tell you the truth, mate. Um, from what I what I heard from Uncle Darrell right there, he, his side on paper had the side with the knockout. Um, I'm not too sure how true it was, but I heard a few boys went out drinking the, the Saturday night. Um, which is pretty disappointing, mate, because that side, that Bellbrook side, was a memorial side. So, whatever that boys were, I hope they're, I hope they're feeling sorry for themselves now because that was a memorial side. You don't do that, mate. I don't believe so. But, um, mate, that, that Radri side, mate, it was stacked. I think, um, I'm pretty sure my brother-in-law, Buddy Gordon, played, played front row for him as well. Buddy Gordon, he had Bailey Butler, um, and a few Capra's boys, I think, even Jonas Pearson was playing with him as well, mate. He's yeah. played with NRL as well. So, from what I heard, they were pretty stacked that side. Um, but saying saying that, you know, what it's like to be knockout, but you have a stacked side, you can get knocked out first round. But I thought both sides could have been there Monday morning as well. But um, yeah. from what, I, what I've seen, Bradbury, Bradbury was a better side, mate. Just their pack. Their pack alone was, I think it was like a Queensland Cup pack. Yeah. Bailey Butler's going to be one of the best oh, uh, knockout players going around. You know, with, it's not in the NRL. He's a gun. Yeah, Bailey Butler, mate. Mate, Bailey Butler's going to do a regular pre-season. This, this one coming up, mate. So that speaks for itself. Someone playing mm. Queensland Cup, going to do an NRL pre-season, you know. Shows you he can play footy. So, Gil, um, anything to add on this game, bros, or any of these sides? No, I never. I never got to call the game, but you know that um, Jairite Memorial side. Like you got to think, look who they had in it. They had Isaiah Tass, Josh Kerr. You know, um, some of them strong players who play up in that Bellbrook, you know, Kempsey sort of comp. Same as that Radjuri Aboriginal Rivers. Like I know that like Wes Middleton was involved with the side and. That, you know, Wesley's played heaps of footy up in the Queensland system and that. And, yeah, like, I, I, I didn't even, like, know too much about the side. But, yeah, it was, I heard it was a good game. Sado, anything to add there, bro? No, I missed this one. But, yeah, like, but that, that were Radri, um Rivers. They, they surprised me. Like, they went deep. And, um, yeah, but I, I thought that Dry Right Memorial, that, they were solid, man. They, I think we were the beneficiaries of, of some of the lads that didn't make the side that, that come down to task that goes. So, um, yeah, it was, it, I thought they would have went deep into the KO as well, but, yeah. We'll move along to the next game. And, again, this is over on Field 4, so I, I, I didn't get to see this side or any of these sides have a run. Uh, but Griffith... Uh, Three ways won 42 to nil against the Dinawan 
uh, terminal aside. Dill, uh, you catch any of these games here, bros? Yeah, no, I watched a bit of this one on the, um, on a stream on the phone, but yeah, Griffith, you know, they had Sam, Sammy Coe, you know, Robbie John. They had, um, you know, Jamin Williams, the Hines boys. Um, you know, and then they had, um, who else? The Fafita brothers. But yeah, the Tumalard Dinawan side was just the, you know, like a little side of just the boys from up there, from Tumalar and that, who sort of don't get to have a run with the Tigers and that. Uncle Chuck puts his side in every year. I had a run with them. The first um, big men's knockout, I had a run on reverse NAB. <laughs> It was a fun day at the park. Um, but, yeah, no, nah, they um, play with a lot of passion too, Tumala. Like, I know the score was a bit of a blowout, but they never gave up. And, you know, Griffith are just all class. And it just shows when they come up against these little bush sides how much of a classy side Griffith are. Davo, anything to add uh, on this one, bro? No, nah, I didn't get this, but, yeah, you and you... I guess sometimes when you play big sides like the three ways and that or NAB and that, sometimes you can beat yourself up because you think you're going to come up, you know, against, you know, these NRL players and that. But yeah, some of these these kids that come from the, the bush, they play with big heart and, and they're representing their family and their mob. So, you know, they're always going to dig in and have a big crack. And Panda McGrady had a run. Oh, yeah, fair McGrady had a run. I think, I think he's 58 years old. Went on, put the boots on, played for his beloved Tumala, so that was mad to see. How good. How good. I, I played him, um, I think we went up to a Gundy knockout a few years ago when he, he played with a memorial side from um, from up that way at Tumala. And he was still throwing cutout balls and doing steps. And still got it, eh? <laughs> still got it, bros. Still got it. Uh, we'll move along. Uh, the next game, uh, Blacktown Red Belly Warriors won 24-4 against the Rambi All Black side. Um, Dill, we'll start with you, bros. Did you catch any of this game or see any of these teams run around? Nah, no, I don't really know much about the, the Rambi side. Like, I know they're pretty, like, a tight-knit sort of Cowra side. Like, you know, they don't really have any outsiders and that. And I don't know that many people from Cowra, so I can't really comment on the side, but... You know, like Blacktown had like Sean Stanley Jr. And like they had a few guns in there. Like you sort of play with Blacktown every year. And they're sort of getting better every year, Blacktown. Like you see them sort of working their way up the knockouts. And yeah, but I didn't get to catch this game. Davo, anything to add on this one, bros? No, nah, yeah, I didn't I didn't get this one. But yeah, that, that, that Blacktown Red Wheelies, they're, they're, they'll continue to build. Eh? They've got like Bo and Ryan. They're, they're, they're a solid team. That's their family and that. And... Um. Uh, yeah, they, they had a pretty good side. I thought they were, were going to go pretty far as well. So, move along. Uh, Nana Common Connections won twenty-two to six against the Wanderers side. Um, Nanama was really good, and obviously they made through to the uh, the Monday morning. Um, didn't really get to see much of the Wanderers and who was in that. But I think uh, Malik. Brother Malik was there. Um, Dill, you know, I think he was in that side. Yeah. Um, Dill, did you catch this game and what did you think of it? Yeah, no, it was a good little game. And, you know, like this uh, Wanderers side, I'm not going to say the start of it because I don't want to be rude. But, yeah, they had a mad little side. They had big, big John Simpson and they had, you know, they, Nathan Keg and a few boys from the Central Coast went and had a run with this side. Um, um, Tommy, one of the boys, strong in the centre and, yeah, they had a good little, like, up-and-coming side. And then, um, yeah, they were a tough little Narendra side. Davo, anything to add on Nanima or Wanderers? 
No, when we when we were warming up, we seen that in the slide, and I thought they were close. We had um, I seen brother boy Shen and Chen and Thorn had a good yeah, run with Shen him, and he he played pretty solid. I see, I seen um, a few of his highlights he's put up on Facebook, and yeah, he he, he uh, was a good standout. And then, you know, it was different for him not to put a side in with Metro, and he went and had a run with Nanima, and um, yeah, he went deep into the KO. So yeah, congrats to him. The boys had such a such a big side, eh? And then they had like um, Shannon in there, and they had like Justin Toomey White, who's like one of the best forwards to ever play in the knockout. And, you know, Brendan Walker and Trent Walker, Richard Simpson, a few Goomba connections, boys. But they were strong, eh? Like, and you know, like they've just been building that side, and you had Tyrone Peachy as well. And you know, it's good to see Nanama, you know, make it all the way to the Monday as well. We'll move along to the next game, lads. The Western Koori Eels versus the Narwin Blue side. I think this is the Narwin number one side. Um, I sent a few photos who was in that Narwin side and um, a few old legends in the in the side. Uh, Dennis Moore and Dean Witters. I think Dennis's young fellow was in there. A few of the other Armadale boys that play in the in the local comp there. Western Koori Eels got the win 16 to 14. Uh, Southo, we'll start with you, bros. Did you catch any of this game or see these sides around? Nah, I didn't get this one, but yeah, when you... I haven't heard much about the Western Korea Eagles, but yeah, when you when you think of a Narwin team, you always think of them old colours and and um how, how good they they are and how solid they play in KO. So yeah, it was it was a uh, tricky game, but they um that Western Korea Eagles ended up getting over the line, eh? Pibs, did you catch this one, bros? Western Korea Eagles and Narwin? Nah, I missed this one, but just by paper, mate. Look at that that Narwin side. There was plenty of experience across the paddock there. You know, Dean Witters, mate, he's got plenty of knockout experience. He's won a few knockouts himself. Um, I know there was a, que- a couple of Queensland boys that flew down and played. Um, a young fellow played fullback for my side up here at, in Valleys. Um, Pem, young Pem. I think he was going to play for you guys in the, in the Murray Carnival, mate. But he ended up flying down there. He's quality, mate. He's only a young fellow from a community up north. Um, it's good to see him go down there and test himself out. I don't think he's really been into Queensland. Uh, it's good to see young fellas like that go down and have a look at the, at the big stage. Gil, anything to add on this game, bros? Yeah, no, nah, that was a mad little game. Like, you look at Western Koreals were, like, just a side that had done juniors and, you know, that brother's Troy Dargan's team. And, uh, you know, like, them boys won, like, two under-17 knockouts in a row, in a row together and, Troy just brought them up to the men's, and they were mostly, I'm t- I'd say, 95% of the side were under the age of 26. Had a few Sydney Shield boys there from um, uh, Penrith Brothers, they had Troy Dargan, Donovan Boney, who is playing with, who played Jersey Flag with Manly this year, um, uh, Campbell Fisher, who's another boy that um, played in the Penrith Brothers Sydney Shield, and yeah, then they just sort of had a few old fellas to stir the ship, but. But then we get it over now and like have a look who now and had they had Dennis Moran, um, Adam Swadling, Craig McKenzie, Tyrell Smith. They had a mad side and it just showed like sort of you know anything could happen in knockout football because if I you know when I seen these two sides up against each other, I thought now we're going to you know show up the Western Koreals a bit, but it just shows us that you know the young talent talent that's coming through. We'll move along to the next game. NAB 32 beat the Gunungara Goannas nil. Um, Sado, I think you versed NAB in the first round, bro. How was they to come up against? And um, did you catch the game against the Goannas? I didn't get the. I was I was watching on the KO app 
um, this game because yeah, we we had a, a slog fest against um, NAB colours, but um, yeah, I can. You know, when you draw a team like it, it's sometimes in the head. But we we had a pretty young side, and, and we were we thought that we would um, really have a good crack. And yeah, the, the field we play on, man, I I don't know how they allowed people to play on that. Like it was, it the mud was up to my shins. Like and, and it, that was on the on the sideline. Like I'm defending in the halves, and mate, in the middle, it was it was horrendous. Like it was just a run run straightathon. It was. Um, it was really hard, but yeah, NAB, they're, they're I, I'm just playing them, you had, you had bloody, um, that, uh, what's his name? Yeah, you had that, that half, he, he's, he ended up getting, um, bloody tournament AJ. Of, the, of the tournament. AJ Davis. AJ, yeah, AJ, yeah, man, he, he's just, he's just a solid player, he's got a good kicking game, he knows when to, when to pull the, pull the cards out, you know, and, um, yeah, I, I just his talent in that side and the and the Briggs boys, yeah, they you knew they were going to go deep. Tibbs, did you catch any of this game, bros? Nab and Gundagara? No, I missed this one. I missed this one, mate. But um, just from the side, I seen from the rest of the carnival that Nab side, they they bring the same side every year, mate. When you look at their football side, they don't change much. They haven't changed that roster for. Five or six years, mate. All they do is bring local Newcastle boys in that squad, and they might bring a couple of first graders into it. But other than that, mate, they go travelling and they they play footy, a lot of footy together. So every, every knockout you draw them, you know you're in a, for a footy game. Like the brother boys you said there, Chris, mate. I hate to draw them in the third in the third game. I don't want to draw them in the first game. Yeah, you would want You would definitely want to get them round one. Yeah, they, they want to they want to bash you as much as they did round one and round three. So, mate, them them Briggs boys, they're class. <coughs> they're tough and they they're physical. They bash you out of the game mentally. Like, you're not mentally ready to go for a dog war against them, mate. Put your boots to the car and jump in the car and take off. You know you're there to play footy. Yeah, that's it. Deal. Anything to add on this one, bros? You know anything about the Gun and Gara side, bro? Or no, I've seen a few uh, boys, Dion and Dale Jones from Up Orange had a run with them. But they're, they're two good quality footballers, but I didn't know too much about the Gunagara side. But, um, yeah, like, as I said, you know, NAB is such a class side. I've been lucky to play with, like, Randall and um, Travis Edwards and Jason Edwards um, from the NAB side. And they just got that, like, mentality, you know, about knockout football. And, you know, I, all, like, all I was thinking all weekend was imagine if Randall could have played. You know, I think that, you know, they would have had a bit a bit more, like, mongrel in them, more than what they already had in, in this year. But, um, yeah, and AJ Davis, just class. He's such a good half. And he, he just, you know, like, it was so funny seeing him in an NAB jersey, but it was so touching to hear, like, he was playing for the right reasons for NAB. And, yeah, they had a gun little side. Move along to this uh, next one. This is the second last game of round two. The Wellow Webstails 26 beat the Mount Druitt United side for... Um, coming into the knockout, I heard a lot about the Wellow side and how stacked that was going to be and who they had. Um, I, I don't know what happened, and I think a few of the boys sort of left or whatever happened. Um, Tibbs, did you catch this game, bros, or see any uh, of the Wellow games or the Mount Druitt games? No, nah, I missed this game, but I, I was the same. I was the same, mate. I heard so much talk about the Cowboys going there, and I know, I know Robbie Ryan stayed there, and I, I know Slick ended up playing from as well. Um, but I... 
like you know, mate, if, if them car boys are playing in your football side, you know you're going to quality football side. They, they know to play knockout footy, every one of them. They got a lot of experience. They've won a few knockouts, the boys. I think when they left Wellow, I think um, Wellow lost a bit of class there, mate. But Wellow was still a good football side, mate, with what they had. Um, they had a few good young fellas from out Wellow as well. They play in that Dubbo area. I think James Stanley, more than that, I think James Stanley's one of them. He's yeah. a good young front rower, mate. I think I think he should be playing in the city somewhere. and uh, he, He's quality. Um, but, yeah, I, did, I didn't see this game, mate. But that Wellow side definitely um, looked good before they got to the knockout, but then they lost a few lads. Brother Dill, anything to add? Did you catch this game or catch any of the Wellow or Mount Royal games? Yeah, no, nah, Wellow came. They had a mad little side and, you know, they had, um, you know, like um, young Blake Layton in there. James Stanley, like you said, just probably one of the best front rowers up and coming and he, he's just all class and he plays with so much passion, you know, when he's playing for Wellow and they had it, like Riley Blackall who played um, SG Ball with the... Um, our main Tigers, he was a gun. <laughs> and yeah, you know, the Mount Druid, you know, like, they were a bunch of, up, you know, young boys that put that number one side in and, you know, like, they won their first game and they made the second round. And hats off to them, like, Uncle Teddy Coleman and Uncle Dave Pitt and that, like, they're building something strong out there in Mount Druid. Yeah, but, yeah, like, Wellington are just such a passionate side. And they went into the knockout, you know, they didn't take the side, you know, that was planned, but for whatever reasons, but... They still did, you know, they still did proud, you know, the Wellington community really proud. Tavo, anything to add on these teams, bro? Nah, nothing to add. Yeah, I, I missed this one, but yeah, just what the other fellas were saying that, you know, that the, the word around town was they were going to have a, well, I was going to have a, a, a very solid team and, um, yeah, you, I just, yeah, I just thought they would, they would be all class, but... <laughs> And we'll move along to the last game of round two. LARPA number one versus Gugars. This would have been a ripper to watch. I unfortunately didn't get to watch it. I think it was over on field four. Um, LARPA won 12-0 against Gugars. Sade, we'll start with you, bro. Did you catch this game or any of the games from Gugars and LARPA? No, I didn't Didn't catch the, the game, but uh, I've got a few of the lads on, on both sides on, on Facey, and they said it was a ripper of a game. And, um, yeah, you got... You got players in, in both sides. Um, you got Corey Maklem, um, you know Junior from from Goo Guys. You had the Let Boys at, at Goo Guys. It just it was going to be yeah, a real tough game. And over there on the, on them fields, like yeah, it, it would have been just a, a up the middle game and um, just yeah, and, and fields. I wonder how they would have held up after we sort of warmed up on them and. Um, they end up moving the two games um, that were meant to be on that field three onto the field four and five. So um, these fellas played on that field, and um, yeah, I, hope, I, I didn't get to see it, but it would have been a crack of a game. Yeah. And Dibs, anything to add on Larpa or Gugars, bros? Nah, mate, I, I missed it. I, I didn't go to that that that, bottom, that other field. I tried to stay right away from it when I first heard. Was mate. No disrespect to South Coast. They done a really good job mate, from what they had. The weather just didn't help them, so I stayed away from it. But I know both sides are probably there. Like I know Arth Little, he got plenty of experience. He, he played for the Gugar side, um, and then I think Craig Gar, uh, Trent Garvey, sorry, Trent Garvey played again, mate. It's good to see 
had a retirement and black again. So I didn't get to see them. Sorry, mate. Good stuff, boys. Um, that's the um, that's the all the games from round two. Like I said earlier in the um, in the podcast, next week we're going to start going through all of the um, the finals games all the way through to the grand final. Uh, I think we've got brother AJ Davis locked in for the podcast next week, so he can uh, talk us through the uh, the grand final and all that sort of stuff. Um, boys, uh, just quickly, any shout outs you got? Sato, start with you. Any shout outs, brothers? Nah, not, nothing much. Yeah, I guess I, I, I'm a fellow that plays um, plays for my community, and I've been sort of with the ghost since they had their inaugural inaugural year. So um, 2011, I've been been with them. So big shout out to the mob that you know the, you don't understand the the hard work that goes into preparing for KOs and and for that. So I, a credit to everyone that you know puts a team in each year. Um, you know, chasing sponsorships and all that. It's, it's a bloody it's a hard slog, and, and to get the team even in the KO and playing one game, it's a credit to everyone. Did um, his brother Chock still running around with his Zalo? Yeah, Chocky, Chocky's still there. He's mate. Still there. He'll he'll keep he'll keep playing. We had a, our our captain was um, uh, Aubrey French. He he played with us um, at East Campbelltown this year, and he's he's just a leader. He's a he's a you know, a kid that just wants to wants to pull in his hand and just give it to him, and he'll do whatever he wants. You know, good young kid. Yeah, he's good, and he's you know he's, he played for us at Dubbo in our number our second side, and he just like led by example. Like there was this one, you know, he ran and got lifted, and then you know it was a penalty. He got straight back up, tapped the ball, run again. He's just he's all heart, you know, and he's such a, a tough forward, you know. And yeah, he's, he's a very good player, Aubrey. Brother Tibbs, any shout outs, any um any standouts for your side he he's had over the of the carnival? Mate, I just want to like same as what Chris just said, mate. Like I think everyone for coming down to knockout. It's a massive effort to bring your little community together and find the money to go down to knockout, mate. I know I know for us, like we had thirteen boys, fifteen girls, seventeen boys at our men's side. And I think um, just for our accommodation alone, probably you know, close to thirty thousand dollars. Then you got the, then you got the playing kit, and the rest of the gear on top of it. Plus you got the food and everything as well, uh, mate. It's a massive effort for every community that goes down to the knockout. There was sixty, there were sixty men's sides. So hats off to every community that went down there, mate. And it made it a really good knockout. I know the weather wasn't really great. People bagged it and knocked it. But you know what? You can knock someone that tries and tries their best. You know they had a crack South Coast, and, and the knockout would have been good if the weather wasn't too bad. The weather just didn't help. But thanks, get South Coast for a good knockout, and thanks and our Queensland mob that come down and helped us out as well. Brother Dill, any shout outs you got there, bros? Um, I know you played for a Memorial side, bros. How was that over the weekend? And uh, any shout outs you got for for, uh, yeah. for the mob? Yeah, no, nah, it was, you know, like such an honour to play for, you know, the little cousins, um, Shane and Sheldon Shorey Memorial and um, such an emotional sort of weekend and like even from the Jersey presentation, like when Uncle, um, you know, Uncle Shorey spoke, their dad and like, just like, you just end up with a lump in your throat, and, you know, you hold them back tears because like there was so much passion in that, and, you know, the weekend didn't go how we wanted, but, um, you know, it was such a, an honour, you know, play with them boys from out and that as well and, you know, like 
I managed to get, you know, my big brother Ben Baker to, you know, have a run with us. And, like, it was just, like, different. Like, even for them boys from out there, like, just there, you know, like, play with them and then, you know, mix, you know, Benny into that and a few boys from Sydney. It was a good little side. And then, yeah, we just didn't get the chocolates on the day. But, you know, like, there was just the passion on and off the field and the experience that he put on, like, accommodation. Like, he paid that out of his own pocket, like, for the players and that. And it's just amazing. And, yeah, like they said, shout out to all the teams that went to the knockout because it's not easy. And I'd never be able to take a side to the big one. But, yeah, yeah, hats off to everyone over the weekend. Good stuff, boys. I just want to shout out to the uh, to the wife. She just bought me a, a nice uh, snack pack there from the Casino Roadhouse. So <laughs> shout out to the wife. Anyway, lads, um, thanks for jumping on. Really appreciate it. Really, really appreciate it. Um, next week we, we, we'll go again. Um, but yeah, g- give this a, a bit of a share and all that sort of stuff. And I think after we wrap it up, after we wrap up all the games and all that sort of stuff next week, we might get a few few people on from from a few different communities, have a bit of a talk about the the Corey knockout, where it is, and um, you know, and just just maybe some. To some positives from from the weekend and maybe some things to possibly improve for next year so we'll maybe have a bit of a talk about that sort of later on have you boys heard where it's going to be boys i reckon tugra that's what i'm thinking tugra i'm i'm hoping tugra I, I spoke to one of the old unks there at nab and he said that it was going to be tugra if they win so i'm hoping so like it's a good venue there at tugra and there's heaps of accommodation which is which helps as well yeah yeah yeah, even even that or Raymond Terrace, they the both them KOs were were solid Ooh. KOs. Like you know, yeah. just they had the function and and just the the availability to have everyone on one side. That's that's mm. that's the that's the go. Like having multiple sides is it's hard to run and hard to organise. Yeah, yeah, bring and it, um, you know, we'll, yeah, Oregon, bring it back to Sydney. <laughs> Plenty of accommodation there. Yeah, like I said, we'll talk about it in a few weeks. But um, I think one thing that definitely needs to happen is get, getting all the fields live. Um, I played up in the Murray Carnival. That every every field was live. Like I'm just scrolling through Facebook. Every young fella, every player's got got gone through and highlights. edited their own highlights yeah. package and all that sort of stuff. You know, and, and you know from the the Murray Carnival, I think a few of the boys from from our side I played with, they they got their highlights package sent out and they're they're in like trials with Redcliffe Dolphins and all that sort of stuff. Definitely, I think, you know, it's, it's, we've got to move along with the times, get all them fields live so the communities can see who's playing, where they're playing, all that sort of stuff. Um, but we'll, we'll have you on about it in a few weeks. But, boys, thank you so much for jumping on. Really appreciate your time. Um, hope everyone had a great uh, knockout weekend with your Koori knockout, Murray Carnival. But until then, we'll speak to you <laughs> next week. Thank you. Thanks, brothers.